You're listening to the already cancelled podcast. I got a bad feeling about this. We have some bad hombres here and we're gonna get them out. Slap some bacon on a biscuit and let's go! Let's put a smile on that face. These allegations are false. Watch your profanity. Do I look like I know what a JPEG is? What is up, Americans? Welcome to the Already Cancelled Podcast, where we rant about social issues from our Christian perspective and look deep at life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. My name is Nathan, and I'm joined today by my esteemed co-host, John. Whoa, what's going on here? It's like it's like the time warp. Everything's changing. Whoa. <laughs> good, good, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, Nathan. How are you doing? Good, good. Um, it's It's been a weird past week. We, we just witnessed the 2020 election for president. And somehow, somehow Joe Biden pulled it off. And some, well, okay, we'll get into that. But just <laughs> so, to recap, um, and he, in in theory, okay, if if everything is verified, and we'll, we'll get deeper into that, he received more votes than any other presidential candidate in history. Either way, this has been uh, a huge turnout for this election. Um, I don't remember what you said. I know when I went and voted, I didn't have much in the way of lines, but there was no. a lot of people. Um, I talked to multiple coworkers and they, some of them stood in line for about an hour. Like it was, there was a huge turnout for this election. So either way, like this is, this is big. America knows it's big. And some of the polling places had less capacity ability due to the, the concerns with the virus this year. Um, so that did hamper things, but either way, like, yeah, like you said, this has been an unprecedented amount of votes. Um, I believe we're looking at close to 350 350,000 no 350 million votes yeah something like that um and then it also i mean we've never had go vote blasted into our ears and faces and oh my eyes gosh i'm for months i'm so glad to not see at the top of every, every social media you know platform just go vote go vote go vote, go vote you go to go walmart's vote. on the self-checkout machine it's like oh really goodness. oh yes there oh were stickers gosh. on the I self-checkout never... machine to say go oh vote it's like wow can we lay off it's not walmart's business so, that I vote. Uh, so we did vote <laughs> yes we, we, did. we all we went out and did. voted um as every good and responsible uh keyword there citizen of this country should do yeah and so uh just b- before we before we hop into that, I would like to make note that uh, Kanye West did go out and vote. Yeah, for himself. Yeah, and and did he fill in anything else? Um, not that I saw. At least uh, that's not what he says, anyway. <laughs> he did have some some videos on Twitter of him, you know, filling out his ballot for himself for Kanye West. I think it was a write-in, but um, you know, he he did he did his civic duty. Yeah. Even if it, even if he was full of himself the entire time, um, unfortunately. Uh, the the results of the election did not go the way we wanted. Kanye West did not win. Yeah, bummer um, deal, man. So uh, we bet- we just we never saw that coming. We were blindsided. Better better luck in twenty twenty four, Kanye. Yeah, uh, we we'll go. be voting for you. Um, <laughs> oh really? Uh, I didn't sign myself up for no. <laughs> uh, the already canceled podcast sponsors uh, Kanye West for twenty twenty four. No, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> There's no official endorsement, aka just just for everyone's um, notice, uh, except Kanye. Of course. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> no, um, but uh, hopefully we're still doing this in 2024. And, yeah, um, yeah. And, and all joking aside, the election really was unprecedented. I mean, I got three votes in the election um, for uh, oh goodness, what was it? It was a. Uh, uh, public auditor or something or something Wait, you got three what well 
I voted for myself. My <laughs> wife voted for me. Actually, I got four votes. Sorry. My sister Rachel voted for me and uh, my uh, my mom voted for I me. I thought maybe you were saying like you cast th- four or three ballots or whatever. Oh, no, okay. no. Well, I so, mean, vote vote often. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So, you were, <laughs> so you were a write-in for a state auditor. Yeah, no, it wasn't state auditor. It was some county, some oh. local position. But oh. I mean, I, I couldn't bring myself to vote for the name that was on it. So That's fair. Um. Yeah stupid uh, but I'm, whatever. S- I'm sad you didn't win uh, that would have you know, been exciting but, uh, hard to believe <laughs> no so so looking at the election results it was definitely an unprecedented election we knew kind of going into it that we probably wouldn't know the results the night of the election yeah which was true um, and, we, and it was mostly because of a lot of the mail-in and absentee stuff there was there was quite there was a handful of states that said they weren't going to really um, have all the ballots counted till the end of the week anyway. Yeah, and some were saying they wouldn't have them counted until the end of this week. Yeah, so there's still, and there's still some outstanding ballots, but the thing the thing to make note of is the night of the election, um, you know, things started pouring in, um, some states started being called, some, some were pretty obvious. Um, some of the calls were not. Some of the calls were not. Um, I think that the big key that I think really um, kind of flipped the script on how we were hoping this would go was when Fox News called Arizona for Joe Biden um, with not a lot of the percentage in. And it, it's turned out that we've this this election, you know, while the 2000 election came down to the state of Florida between Bush and Gore, this election has come down to really like five or six states that are kind of a toss up right now. I think it's Arizona. We have Georgia. We have uh, North Carolina has just been called, but it's the, remember, the people who call this are the media, okay? So, but still, that was a toss-up. Uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania's been what big. Was it, Michigan, Michigan and, and Wisconsin have both yeah, been kind of big. Wisconsin, yeah. Did they finally call Nevada? And Nevada? Nevada was kind of yeah. close, too. And then they took forever to call Alaska, even though that one was a no-brainer. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Was so, like, so, that being said, the media and um, the popular opinion has been that Joe Biden has won the election, and... Um, all things notwithstanding, like he has. Um, however, with with so much, you know, such a close race and with things being highly contested, um, we won't truly know until they finish the recounts, until they finish everything else. Um, and then there's there's been a lot of calls for voter fraud. And but before we before we dive into that, we'd like to kind of clarify that like we said, the media has called this, but that's not how the official, you know, election is called. You know, pe- the, the election they, is called by electors from every state. So there's electors that cast their ballots in, at different times in December, and then those ballots are brought forth to the chamber of the House of Representatives um, in January, and then they are opened. Okay, so uh, electors typically will will go away a state. Uh, well, I'll go on a brief bunny trail here if I can. Um, for example, in the state of Missouri, it goes by popular vote. All the electors or electoral votes are supposed to go for whoever wins the popular vote of the state. Uh, Nebraska and Maine are different in that regard. But something interesting to note, though, is the electors can change it. They don't have to, by law, vote, at least in some states. I don't know about all, but in some states. They do not have to vote the way the state falls or thinks it falls, which which would definitely be another screwball. But it would it would reflect twenty twenty. It would it would definitely <laughs> reflect twenty twenty. And that's that's the thing. I think a lot of people don't fully understand the electoral college and this whole process. And so in twenty sixteen, when Hillary Clinton won the popular vote, people are like, well, why didn't she win? 
obviously more people think she should be president, but that's not how it works. Well, and there was a ballot initiative on the Colorado um, ballot to go wherever the national uh, popular vote would go to all of Colorado's electoral votes would go to that candidate, which would basically nullify the votes of that state, um, regardless of what party the state was to vote for. It wouldn't really matter because it would go for national popular vote. So, hang on. So, if Colorado notwithstanding, if the popular vote was for Trump, then Colorado would go for Trump. Automatically would go for Trump. That's asinine. No, I'm not sure that passed, but it would definitely be challenged in court. That is so ridiculously crazy. And that would be challenged. That would be challenged. Talking about other ridiculously crazy things... um, we will dive into, you know, the presidential election results. But I would like to mention that Portland, or I guess Oregon as a state, did they didn't legalize hard drugs, but they decriminalized hard drugs like heroin, meth. Well, you uh, can have a certain amount you can on have, you. You can have a small so, amount. So and technically then, it was legalized. I mean, they didn't it's not not technically. It's 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 decriminalized. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. you'll get a slap on those. It's like a $100 fine. Yeah. But that just shows the direction that this nation is going. Like if that's like if we're basically well, legalizing. Portland is an indicator for the blue state meter of Port- where a country's going. Missouri's not quite got there yet. Portland <laughs> is um, the, the the saying out in Portland is "keep Portland weird," and that's Oregon. And yeah, and, and that, sadly, it's actually not all of Oregon. It's it's the city of Portland, and then if you look at the rural areas, they don't vote that way. Uh, they're they're very red. Um, so which it's is a shame. which is unfortunate because we see that in a lot of states. Illinois, is that, um, the big. Um, metropolitan areas chicago cook county rules illinois yeah i have i have quite a few friends that have mentioned that like, it's it's crazy but um wh- we should we should get back to the the actual election so first off does the media call the election can well can they legally call the election and that's just it no okay so, so they can call it they can call it they have that right they have that purview um freedom of the press yeah but their word is not hard truth. No. Like, and that's that's something that we've seen a lot of this. And year. have some of the states been officially verified by the state itself? Yes. No. No. Arizona and several other states have not yet. Well, so, some of them haven't. Some have. Well, though, wait, correct? right, right. But okay, that that was a trick question. Yeah, sorry. No, I meant like all of them. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, some of the states have not verified or certified, is I guess the proper word, their vote. Um, and so what there, that there's means still is, some states counting, correct? Yeah, exactly. And um, some of them are so close that it's going to trigger an automatic recount. Yeah, there's already been a uh, Trump has requested a hand ballot, re- a hand recount in Georgia. And there's multiple lawsuits now, too. And so the thing that we see and is, these lawsuits aren't about how close it is. The lawsuits are mostly about voter fraud. Yeah. And that's the big thing is. We we kind of had this suspicion going into the election that there was going to be voter fraud. There was talks about it. Trump has been talking about it for a while. Mail-in voting has a history of it. However, going into this, there was some su- suspicious activity going on night of the election and um, all throughout. And it's not just like one isolated area. There's things everywhere that have yeah. really caused a lot of people to question um, from everything from poll watchers not allowed in to finding people filling out ballots to postal workers backdating ballots. I mean, it's all over. It's, whether or not that's all verified, lawsuits, time will tell, but still. Yeah, so it's 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 brought the truthfulness and the validity of this election deeply into question. Yeah. 
which is dangerous for a constitutional republic uh, that we have, which um, basically, if we can't trust the institution that verifies our votes, then we can't trust our government, and we can't trust anything then when it comes to that. Now, I'm not saying we ever could, at least in recent history, but this is really bringing some things to light. This is definitely bringing some things to light. Um, One of the things that... um, something one of my coworkers said that really struck me was she said that if a certain side, if the left, if there is a group of people, um, not broadly generalizing left, but a group of people that think that Trump is Hitler. And I'm not saying all of the left thinks that, but there are people that believe that Trump is Hitler. If they truly believe that, then they would stop at nothing to get him out of office. The ends justifies the means. And so... At least to them. At to least them. to them. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I, I would disagree. Ends do not justify the means. But if they truly believe that he's Hitler, then they would stop at nothing to get rid of him. Well, first off, we obviously know the error of their ways of thinking in that regard. And someone needs to give them a history book and plant them in a room and say, you're forced to read this. Um, but the problem is they're not going to believe it. it it's, it. It's a shame. So what, what I think, you know, all of this has shown, um, and of course, we, we see, um, what was it, the day uh, after uh, Joe Biden, or so, so okay, backing up a little bit, uh, Saturday, the, um, whatever The election was called around 10 in the morning. Yeah, on, on Saturday, it was, the election was called. Or was it Sunday? No, it was Saturday. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, just a few hours later, right before a Trump press conference, Joe Biden uh, came out and had his, um, he he kind of had a, a victory speech. No, he gave he gave his speech Saturday evening. Um, however, since then, uh, less than twenty four hours after that, uh, the media was saying that um, you know how dare Trump not concede? You know he needs to concede this election. Well, Trump's a fighter. We know that. We've we've kind of seen that for the last four years. He's fought against the media that's hated him so much. So we see that Trump's a fighter. He's not giving up this election lying down. He believes that there's fraud. There's lots of lots of indications that, if nothing else, that this should at least be investigated. And so, you know, them calling for Trump to concede, I get it. They're trying to push this narrative. They're trying to just, you know, walk Joe through... Um, which I still can't believe that Joe would actually make it more than six months as president. Like, I don't... I Well, I it, it is unprecedented how few questions he fielded as a presidential candidate. I mean, it's almost... I think it's a first. And then second... I pray for the man because, I mean, when it comes down to it, he's still made in the image of God and deeply loved by God. But the man just does not have the mental capacity to stand up under the pressures of the presidency. I mean, it's sad. It is sad. But if you just take a look at, unbiasedly, just I encourage everyone listening to take a look at some of the speeches he said to on the campaign trail uh, to a party of 12. Okay, the cameras won't show you the crowd size, but it wasn't very big. And, and just listen to him. And there are sentences that come out of, I don't know if I want to call them sentences, there are words that come out of the man's mouth, sometimes words, and you kind of just got to shake your head. I mean, how in the world is this guy running for the presidency? And yet 
he receives more votes than any other political count uh, political candidate presidential political candidate in the history of this country i just it just something sounds off and that's where all this stuff begins so i don't like 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 we said um i don't really want to peddle conspiracy theories i don't know what's truly going on but my my philosophy is there's enough suspicious activity and things going on around this it's worth investigating it's worth investigating yeah. same same thing that we said about the hunter biden laptop that there's enough there's enough there that the implications of it would be great enough that it should be investigated yeah and and the thing is no no individual should be head ab- should be held above the law lady justice is supposed to be blind now sadly in this country there's one eye looking out from underneath that blindfold when it comes to certain departments, and we've seen that in the past. And I'm not, I'm not just making stuff up here. Uh, there's a little bit of a double standard, and that needs to change. That needs to change. We need to have equal justice. We need to demand it. Um, but considering fair judgment and ju- well, not necessarily judgment, but justice for us, I think I think the thing that we're going to see through this election is that no matter who wins. Um, I think this has really exposed the truth that we already knew that this nation is very deeply divided. Um, if Trump loses, um, we've already seen that the, the left has celebrated and um, danced and they're very joyous and whatnot. Whereas um, if Trump were to overturn this election and he did win, um, we would see riots and looting and burning in the streets. Um, and yet we have not seen much of any of that. We, right, we, yeah, we haven't right? seen anything I mean, like I there there hasn't been a single you which, know which praise the Lord I mean there never should be and should, I'm happy yeah, about there that there should not be riots and looting and but burning. it is a little like ironic that but either like no matter who wins this election I think it has shown and exposed how deeply divided we are as a nation and no matter who wins like a political candidate is not going to be able to unite us I'm sorry Joe I know you made a great speech about unity and healing the nation and mask mandates. But that's not going to fix this. You can't just come out and wave your magic wand and fix the problems that we have, you know, because we see things from well, two very different perspectives. From the party that labeled us deplorables, from the party that labeled us fascists, from the party that labeled us bigots and homophobics the and party xenophobics. that and, fought the last election for the last four and years. And said, not my president. And then you go around and claim, oh, unity, and if you don't unify... Blah blah, you know, blah blah blah. You're a fascist and a Nazi. Yeah, right. What? What? I'm sorry. We need to. Sh- you need to prove that we need to unify and and not just say it because you obviously you're talking out of both sides of your mouth here. And so that all of that being said, um, I think that we have our work cut out for us because no matter who wins this election, like I said, it's not going to unify us. We're not going to suddenly come back. And, um, you know, be one happy nation singing Kumbaya. We're very divided. And so I think that shows that we as Christians have our work cut out for us. The only person that can truly unify us is God. Well, and we all have to remember God is still in control. So for those of you who believe in him, he's still in control. For he's those still of you on the who throne. don't believe in him, we he's welcome. still in control. Yeah, and, and, and we, well, exactly. But where I was going with that yeah, is, yeah. and for those of you who don't, you can find peace in him. And knowing that this world is not our final destination. This this year has been absolutely crazy. I think anybody that you talk to would agree. 2020 has been off the records. Like, it's it's been nuts. 
but God is still in control, and he's been... Forget Y2K. For, yeah, Y2K was nothing. Um, so God is still in control, and he's been he's been a hope and peace for Christians and for, for both of us um, this year. And you can, you can truly find that peace in him. And if, if you know, you're struggling with that, if you're a Christian and you're still struggling with, whether it's with the election and you're scared for the future, you're scared for the outcomes, um, I would, I would really recommend, you know, take that to God in prayer. Um, as we looked at uh, a few weeks ago, do not be anxious about anything, but in everything through prayer and supplication, make your request known to God and he'll give you a peace that surpasses all understanding to guard your heart. Um, so really, like, take that to God. God is still sovereign. And this this earth, this earth, as much as we love it and as much we, as we want to protect it and, you know, keep creation clean, um, it's not our final resting place. And so we have to keep, you know, the heavenly kingdom in mind. And we have to keep, you know, that calling that, that God has placed on our lives to be the salt and light to an earth covered in darkness that so dearly and desperately needs him and i and i couldn't say it better myself um and we have to remember that while we might be worried and concerned and maybe our worries and concerns are valid i wouldn't say the worries are but the concerns are valid we should not be worried because the lord is in control but we should also not be complacent. That mm-hmm. there's those two things in the Christian realm somehow just seem to go hand in hand, and they don't biblically. Um, biblically speaking, we need to be casting all our cares upon the Lord, but do not be complicit in just assuming that the Lord's just going to handle everything because he has put us on this earth for a purpose. The Lord can handle everything. I'm not saying he can't. Okay, don't hear me wrong. But what I'm saying is, we God, are here to act. We are here to be the voice for him. God works through us. And yeah. so it's it's our job to continue to stand up for truth, for freedom, and for what's right. That means standing up against abortion because the murder of innocent children in their mother's womb is unacceptable. And wrong. And if if you know, if this is a judgment from God, that's why. Because we have murdered over 60 million babies before they had a chance to breathe for themselves. And and that is flat out wrong and we should deserve hell and brimstone and all and what and worse. And so my only uh, statement to that effect would be we as Christians in this country are called to stand up for Christ. We're not called to stand up for the Republicans, we're not called to stand up for the Democrats. We are called to stand up for Christ, and Christ represents ultimate truth. So we are called to stand up for the truth. It does not matter the workplace you're in. It does not matter what you do. We are called to be the light and the truth through and praying that the Lord would allow us to be used by him and give us the words to say. That also means sometimes maybe you do need to do that, you know, that thing. Ask the Lord, what is he calling you to do? Because we may have to go outside our comfort zone as Christians. We may have to run for public office, go be a school teacher, you know, join the workforce, you name it. We may be called to do those things that look just so corrupt and so bad and just not what you really want to do. But if the Lord is calling you there, he's calling you there for a reason. And we do not need to be complicit in that, well, if I don't do anything as a Christian— no, the Lord says if, if no one worships him, the rocks will cry out. So it is our duty as Christians, and it's not, and it's something we should inherently want to do, okay, as Christians, is to serve him. And so we, we have a lot of work 
cut out for us ahead. Yeah, we we don't know what the future is going to look like. The election is still kind of up in the air. Um, But we know that no matter who wins the election, our calling from God is not going to change. We still have to be the salt and light to the earth. We still have to spread his love and gospel. And we are the ones that can unify this nation. It's not going to be unified by political parties. No. It's going to be unified through love and through the gospel. And so we don't know. And not, not a not a love that, through Christ's love. Let's yes. define that. Yes. Oh, that's, <laughs> it, that's something I'm sure we'll, we'll dive into more. Yes. Um, because I know that's a one of your kind of pet peeves is the whole God is love. Um, well, no, he is love. He it's is. It's not a pet peeve. It's just... It's, the, 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 the left way, the left uses the word love and tolerance and um it's the way that you know we've said that God it's the way that word has been morphed we've we've said that God is love but we only kind of understand that God is love and we don't we see that as all of God's character as opposed to just a part of his character yeah and, so and we'll dive into that, that later but that's yeah but um that being said we we don't know what the future is going to hold but we know that our calling has not changed. We're not 100% sure what that looks like in our lives yet. Um, but that's something that we're going to be, you know, working out, something that we're going to be praying over. And we um, invite you to pray over that, too, for what God's calling is for you in your life. Because um, truly, that's that's the greatest calling and ambition that we can have is to serve Christ um, and follow that plan that God has laid out for us. And, and with that in mind, with that spirit in mind, um, what, what direction are we headed as a podcast and how is it changing wheels a little bit as far as uh, where we're going? Yeah. So as a podcast, um, you'll notice that we've kind of discussed a lot of politics leading up to the election. That's because that was something that was very important to us. And you, I'm sure you hopefully uh, were able to get that from what we said, but I think going forward, we're not changing our podcast. We're not really changing um, directions, but we're kind of shifting focus now since the election is over. We're shifting more into that focus of following God's calling. What does that look like in our lives? What does that look like for Christians? How do we do that? How do we become better Christians? How do we stand up for what's true? How do we live as Christ and, and to finish that to die as gain? How do we live that through our daily walk? Um, Whether that's through the culture, through society, through politics, through whatever we face you know, relationships, whatever's going on. Our personal lives, yeah. How does that, what does that look like and it doesn't, to follow God's calling through all of that? Sorry, and it, sorry for interrupting, but it, it doesn't mean that we're not going to talk about politics. There's there's going to be some of that mixed in, and we don't know what percentage necessarily that's going to be, but we're going to have more of a, of a wholesome look at life, liberty, and, and uh, the, the pursuit, pursuit of, of happiness, happiness through a Christian worldview now. Um, not just politics through a christian worldview um so definitely and i think um yeah i think it'll be good i'm looking forward to it it's not something that we you know are experts in necessarily we're we're living our lives one day at a time like the rest of you um one day closer to god hopefully and um as we work through it we hope that you'll you know step in alongside of us um pray for us pray for each other uh find good fellowship with other believers um, if you're not a believer yet, feel free to reach out to us or um, someone else that you know and, you know, ask questions, get inquisitive. And, uh, and where can you find us, John? You can find the Already Cancelled podcast. You can email us at alreadycancelledmedia at protonmail.com or alreadycancelledpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at cancel underscore this underscore pod. Find us on Instagram at Already Cancelled Podcast. And I think that's it. 
Yeah, for, for a, now it is. Just a, just um, a couple places. Just, just a couple know. places. But uh, just remember to like, follow, uh, subscribe on, on whatever platform you use. We're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify. Um, leave a review. That would be yeah. amazing. Yeah, leave uh, a review. Share with your friends, with your family, with your enemies. Uh, <laughs> hopefully you don't have too many of those. And, and we're not trying to make enemies. We just want to spread the word and, and give people a little bit of a different perspective from some young Christians. Um versus the maybe the established uh mindset you know if you will i I guess because we're still learning um and you're never done learning but obviously uh but yeah let others know and thank you for listening to the already canceled podcast fellas you have got what appears to be a dynamite sound i can't believe you've done this thank you for your patronage i'll be back oh that's hot Not a single thing he said is accurate. Bye!